0: If you would like to support the work God is doing through us, you can find the details on our website or go to patreon.com forward slash Stitchin. Now here is your host, Mark, with a story of faith.
1: Hello and welcome, welcome to Amazed by God, brought to you by Through God's Library. This is your host, Mark Stitchin, and with me today is Ian Fiducia. Did I say that right?
2: You did. You did say that right. Yeah, yeah. I'm very honored. Thank you for having me on your on your show here.
1: Uh, yeah, it's great. I, I love hearing testimonies. Uh, you know, and and finding new people to hear stories that I've never heard about the way that God's moved in people's lives. Where Where are you? Where are you calling from? What state? Uh, I'm in uh, Northern Illinois. Northern <coughs> Illinois. Okay. Uh, so I'm over here in Maryland. I know when we set this up. I said Eastern Time when I when I started doing doing phone interviews, I wasn't telling people what time zone I was in. So I quickly got into the habit of saying, okay, I'm going to be in Eastern time. All
2: right. Uh.
1: So I, I've never lived in anywhere else besides Eastern time. So I, I don't, I don't know the struggle, I guess I've heard before.
0: Uh. <laughs>
1: so, um, so we, we met in a, um, you know, I kind of was just looking for people that wanted to share their testimony in a, uh, what a Facebook group. Um, how long have you been a part of that group?
2: Uh, that particular Facebook group, uh, Facebook group, I'm not actually sure. I've been, I've, I've been doing Facebook ministry, ministries on Facebook for about uh, a little over five years, actually going on six now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, get added to groups all the time. So that specific one, probably at least a good three years.
1: Gotcha. And, and, uh, just doing ministry on, on Facebook, uh, explain that a little bit, break that down for me. I'd love to hear about that.
2: Okay. So. When I when I first had my moment that I believe where I received the indwelling, that's that's what I refer to that day as as my born again day or the day I received the indwelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, when everything changed for me, <clears throat> uh, one of the, one of the things I wanted to do a few days after that was delete my my social media um, because what I was using it for before that point was not for godly reasons. Um, so I was going to delete it, and I felt that God was pressing on my heart instead of deleting it to to make it a uh, platform to reach other people, tell other people about what God's doing in my life, uh, study scriptures, revelations, things like that. So, started doing just that, and uh, here we are, six years later. You know, so I do, I do uh, blog posting, sermons, writing things, uh, videos, you you name it. If it can be done on Facebook and it has to do with ministries, I, I've I've done it. Now, do you have a collection somewhere
1: that we could could, could go look at or read anything? There, there
2: is there is a uh, a specific um page on on facebook i mean my 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 personal timeline i post on stuff on there all the time too other people's testimonies and little clips and videos and you know parts of scripture and stuff like that but uh i do have a specific page it's dng uh which which stands for draw nigh to god uh 144 so if you were to just type in dng 144 on facebook it should pop up and uh, there's a little video section there, and there's something like a hundred and twenty videos that I've done awesome. um, in the past few years on there and stuff like that. So,
1: oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, I started off doing some Facebook ministry when I, uh, when I stepped down from being a pastor, and because it's it's a tool that that we can use that we can share the gospel of uh, Christ with, and you know, what there's. F- 3 billion people or something on Facebook now. Um, like yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it, it has taken over our world. So, but anyway, we're, we're here for uh, just a testimony. So uh, right. I asked you, Ian, is there anything that God has done amazing in your life?
2: Anything he's, he's done more, so much, so much stuff in my life. Um, I mean, before I was born again, and then a lot of stuff since, uh, just to give you a basic background of, of my life story. Um, uh, my mom's dad is now a retired reverend. Uh, he was, uh, a pastor for something like, I, I want to say it was close to about 50 years. Um, so I, I grew up in a family that was, uh, very active in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I went to, I went to the school that was connected to the church that he was the pastor of when I was in grade school and stuff like that. So I, I grew up, you know, as they say, I grew up in the church. Um, so, you know, old Testament stories, right? You know, things like that grew up on that memorizing the, the 10 commandments every year, stuff like that. Um, but for most of that time, I had faith and I did my prayers and everything like that. But I would not say looking back that I had a personal relationship with God. Uh, it was a very, uh, religious, um, type of perspective and understanding. Uh, which isn't—I'm not bashing that. I'm not saying that there's you know nothing to be said for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Scripture talks about if you if you raise a child in the way, he will go that way. And so I'm I'm very thankful that you know I had that in my life. I'm very thankful that my mom's dad. I mean, he was quite possibly the best example I've ever had in my entire life of a man of God in my life. Um, you know, just very exemplary of of love and forgiveness and mercy and compassion and understanding and wisdom and uh, not being quick to anger and things of that nature. All the, the fruits of the spirit were very present in his in his life. Um, That's awesome. And then, my mo- and then my mom as well, you know, we would have a lot of discussions growing up. She would tell me things uh, about how you need to, you know, when you say your prayers to God, this isn't a, uh, you know, you just simply recite a few sentences and you're done with it. You know, she would emphasize this is a relationship. You go to him about everything and ask for help and understanding. But overall, like you need to be treating as a relationship. And, you know, from what I could understand at that time, I I guess I was, but um, it's not what I would consider a personal relationship um, like I do now. So uh, it was March 5th of 2014. We we speed up here. And uh, I had been out of the military for uh, about four years. Mm -hmm. And I was still living in a very hedonistic lifestyle. It was a lot about women, drugs, and partying for me. Uh, which had started in the military and and led after the military, I had that for a good three four years. And uh, I was in the car one day, and I was there with my girlfriend, who is now my wife. And uh, she had told me about some YouTube video thing that she had watched, and you know, we we weren't the type of people that would watch things on YouTube in general at all yeah i mean she would she would pull up things about like nail art and stuff like that <laughs> you know and i didn't care about that but she she said she had come across this video that she found really interesting so we watched the video and it was exposing things about uh you know uh, satanic things in the world and stuff like that and i'm watching it i'm like yeah yeah okay whatever and there was a couple of things that popped up in the video that i actually knew a little bit about in my studies of um uh
1: from your background, is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Right.
2: So th- there were some things that I, you know, I was picking up on, and as I'm watching the video, all of a sudden, uh, you know, it, it hit like, like, uh, like, like a, like hitting a wall, but in a good way. Like all of a sudden, I, I just I heard from God directly, and um, my internal perspective of everything changed, like simultaneously, you know. And he told me a couple of things, and I just stopped the video. And I was like, we need to go for a walk. So we're going for a walk. And I was going to tell her, and I was like, you know, how do I tell her that I, I think I just heard from God? I'm going to sound like I'm crazy. Yeah. You know? And the spirit keeps telling me like, no, you know, tell her it's okay. And I was like, well, we'll do another loop around the, around the neighborhood. We must have walked around the neighborhood like five, six times before I gathered the courage to, to sound like a crazy person to her. And when I told her, she cut me off and she said, I had heard the same thing. I just didn't want to say anything right away.
1: Oh, that's awesome. We
2: we had a simultaneous spiritual experience. It was, you know, so we get back to to the house and the very first thing I wanted to do and the first time in my life ever was, was read scripture. So I went digging for the Bible that I grew up with in grade school. And this was the first time that I wasn't being told to read it. I wanted to read it, you know, so dug right into Genesis and I couldn't stop reading it. I mean, those, those first six months, you know, I, I went through that entire Bible, uh, Possibly two whole times, you know the entire thing in just six months time because I was spending three four hours a day And you know the thing is it's like you I wasn't just reading it and and to get it done mm-hmm. you know if you'd read a little bit and you'd get hit by something you'd be like wow, you know He covered Adam and Eve with 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 coverings and I was understanding the revelation that like that was foreshadowing of coverage for sin like yep. they were all that that was already foreshadowing the the crucifixion of the Messiah You know, and I was receiving understandings like that. And I I had never come to those conclusions before. There was revelations I wasn't, you know, taught as a kid. So it was almost like things that I knew but didn't know. And it was everything was brand new. And that just, you know, I hit the ground running. Uh, And ever since I've been doing uh, ministry work uh, every every chance I get, whether it's uh, street preaching, evangelism, uh, you know, ministries online, stuff like that. So... um that that's just a basic overall thing but i mean it was that that moment right there was the most amazing moment in my life and he's done a lot of cool things before that moment and he's done a lot of cool things afterwards i've experienced uh healing Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um you know i i've uh i i've had quite a few spiritual experiences um you know nothing like the whole there was an angel in my bedroom and bright lights or anything like that but um getting revelations of something to you know instructions of don't do this but this will happen and then you find out exactly what you were told things that you would never know ahead of time a lot of things like that mm-hmm. um so i mean he has been very active in my life especially since that day um you know uh, a lot of a lot of amazing stuff it's, it's hard to pinpoint any specific one but there there was there's been quite a lot of moments in my life especially the last 6 years.
1: So so when you say that you know you both you both heard it you both heard heard a calling um is this this is you feel something you 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 know are god wants you to do and and he's pushing you out there stuff like facebook ministry and stuff like that do you um you know, what, what kind of response are you getting? What what uh from both from him as well as from other people? Are, are you working with any church? Or, you know, how did you how did you start to get involved?
2: Okay. Um all right, well in the very beginning, you know, I just wanted to share. You you start getting all these revelations and, and God's telling you things and then you know you, you, when i when i realized when i felt urged not to delete my facebook i was like oh my gosh you know i've got a lot of friends from the partying scene and the military and things like that they they're, they're all atheists and i i need to tell them about this and and tell them to to seek him in prayer and and do some research and read some scripture and and find him for themselves kind of thing and uh so i didn't see it as ministry in the beginning in the beginning i just saw it as how do i not share this with other people um and when i first felt that he was telling me you know, you need to treat this as a ministry, I honestly uh, was very, um, I, w- I was very weary, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not I'm not a pastor, all of a sudden I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on now, you know, and I was like, you know, I, I grew up in the church and everything like that, I was like, but, you know, to be a pastor, you got to be like perfect, you can't have anything wrong, and a, a lot of the stuff I had been doing before I was born again dropped immediately, I stopped doing the partying and the drugs and the women and stuff like that, but, um, you know, there was still small things, you know, I was still trying to bite my tongue on not saying things I shouldn't say and and things like that and I was like I'm nowhere near ready for that and he's like no we're we're gonna do stuff because I'm gonna do it through you you know and you're gonna and if you listen to me and you and you say what you're supposed to say to certain people when I tell you to say it then you'll be just fine Mm -hmm. um so that I started getting active through through the Facebook and and on thing online like that and from that I got connected to all kinds of people um locally and worldwide So, I mean, it got to the point where, you know, you'd be ministering to people, friends from your childhood, you know, one minute and then the next minute you're talking to some lady in Kenya who, (laughs) you know, she, she doesn't know what to think. She's having problems with her kid or husband or whatever, some kind of situation in her life and she wants prayers. And how can, how can a true loving God allow these things to happen? So then you discuss those things with her and, um, you know, things like that. Um, I visit churches often. Uh, I'll go to Bible studies and things like that. I don't, personally have a specific what they call a uh home church Mm -hmm. but uh i do have a good handful that i'll visit from time to time and that i'm in connections with and things like that uh i also have um i I don't i don't want to use the word organization but there are groups of fellowship that i'm connected to uh via the internet that will meet up once in a while so like there's a there's a group called uh take on the world and they do seminars and conferences and things like that. And a lot of the members have YouTube channels. And so I'm, I'm friends with a lot of those people and we'll meet up, uh, once a year in August in Ohio. And it is the most amazing, uh, conference fellowship gathering I've ever been to. Um, I I absolutely love it. So I'm connected to that as well. Um,
1: what, what would be, what would be your, you know recommendation a lot of people you know working in youth group my whole life i always sure. talked about what is the practical way that you can share your faith because you know kids are always say yeah well i'll share my faith and I'll, I'll carry my bible around my school that that's yeah. i mean that's good and all but it's that's not a practical way what if somebody was you know taking that step that felt that that kind of nudge to do more what would you say is a good practical way um, that people can kind of get started.
2: Right. Okay. So my first piece of advice is, uh, you, you would seek the father and pray on it and simply say like, you know, I feel like you're telling me or you're urging, or you're putting it in my heart to, to start being a little bit more active, um, and ask for clarity on what directions to take and, and what steps to take and things like that. Ask for the right doors to open. You know, the scripture says that if you ask believing, according to his will, it will be done. So if you believe you're being heard and you're asking his will be done, you know, the thing is, is if you're feeling urged to start doing more, that's because he allowed it to be in your heart to do so. So he's already paving that path. You just submit to him on what to do. I would say that would be step one. Step two is after you do that, you start paying attention to opportunities. So if you're a student, you start paying attention to uh, opportunities and conversations with your friends. Maybe you're not coming at them as as a pastor or as a minister, you know, on strong, but just as a friend. Because, you know, when you have a relationship with somebody, it's going to speak a lot more volume than if you're coming up to somebody as a stranger and you're just simply trying to throw the Bible at them. Um, But, you know, if if you're a student and and you have your your lunch friends or classmates that you do studies with and stuff like that, pay attention and look for those opportunities where there's a certain moment where you might be tempted in the flesh to not say something because you don't want to offend or you don't know what religion or what belief they have and, and quickly saying in your, in your heart in your spirit, you know, father, God, my words on this. And then simply bringing up like, well, you know, I understand you're stressing about this. That's why I I place my trust in God. And that's why I go to him in prayer. Sometimes simple little seeds like that have a profound impact. Um, similarly you know if you if you've got a job if you're you know because i don't i don't know if your audience is younger or older but if you're an adult you got a job you have coworkers, right any any Mm -hmm. any situation i'd be looking for opportunities like that not necessarily trying to go above and beyond and become something you're not but simply start where you're at with the opportunities that you have already in your life with those who are closest to you um and then step number three would be if you're not involved with a church uh, to start visiting churches and see how you can be active there, whether it's uh, Bible study groups, or if it's some kind of uh, youth group thing or, you know, maybe there's a soup kitchen for the homeless that the church is connected to or some kind of charity thing. I love doing soup kitchens with the homeless and stuff
0: like that. I love
1: it. Yeah, we, you I know, mean, homeless, I've talked on this podcast before, homeless is something that's been near and dear to my heart. And when I planted a church, it kind of started out of a homeless ministry um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, it's just something that God calls us to. But God God calls us to share our faith no matter where we are. I, I appreciate you right. sharing sharing those words um what is you know what is a a big picture uh place that you feel you're going
2: oh well you know honestly w- when i tend to see things ahead um you know it, it's his well not mine so a lot of times it doesn't go the way that i thought it would go <laughs> <laughs> is it
1: that true
2: you know uh i i definitely would have never expected to be doing some kind of online facebook social media ministries and here i'm doing this for six years now um uh, as of this past year, I'm now also a co-host for a uh, YouTube channel called Disputed Lands with Chad Schaefer. Okay. Uh, and we and we do uh, we, we kind of like this. We bring on people to share their testimonies, um, trying to encourage the listener to to see that there's a variance in callings and things like that. So uh, we we try to get all different types of walks within the path. You know, one we we had somebody that they're a chef, but they do ministries through their their chef work and you got another one who does paintings and then you got another one who writes books and things like that. So I I you know I didn't see any of that coming. Mm-hmm. So what's ahead I'm not 100% sure. Um but you know I am growing in that in that group that take on the world group so I wouldn't be surprised if something more comes out of that. Um I'm not expecting to do presentations through seminars and conferences but you know I don't know maybe that's down the road. I do have a um a book on the study of Genesis four that I've completely written. I just haven't published yet. I haven't decided if I want to go to a publishing company or just self publish mm-hmm. things like that. But,
1: what was it on again?
2: Uh, the Genesis chapter four.
1: Oh, chapter four. Okay. I, right. yeah, I, I'm sorry. I think I misheard you. I, it's Genesis and then you said something else that I, I missed it. <laughs> That's my fault, man.
2: No, no, it's okay. Yeah. 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 Genesis chapter four, you know, the, the situation of Cain and Abel mm-hmm. so it's, it's a, a three section study, you know, um, really diving into the details there and looking at also the overall picture um, of what happened there, why it happened um, and what it has, how it applies to our lives today. You know, how are we to look at that today? Well,
1: that's awesome. Uh, That, that is amazing. I look forward to, I'd look forward to reading that. I I, I absolutely. I my my background in and history is you know in in college and stuff like that, is in in ancient Jewish culture and history and and the Hebrew scriptures, uh, really touch home. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's absolutely amazing. Give us um, give us the places we can find you again, and um,
2: you know. Okay. So-, so I mean, I'm on I'm on Instagram, Facebook, WordPress. Uh, as dng and facebook yeah i already said facebook facebook <laughs> instagram and wordpress i have to make sure i get all those uh as dng 144 that's d as in david n as in november g as in golf uh, but what it stands for is draw nigh to god and and the, and the verse that the entire uh ministry is surrounded on is james chapter 4 verse 8 where it says you know if you draw nigh to god he too will draw nigh to you cleanse your hands ye sinners purify your hearts ye double-minded And the emphasis there that we place um, in in our messages and the videos and the the writings and things like that is drawing nigh to God. What does that mean? Getting close to him, seeking that personal relationship with him so that there is a two way street of communication, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, proximity, you know, how how, are you close to him? Can you get closer? You know, we, we can always get closer. Right.
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: but yeah, so DNG144 on Facebook, Instagram, and WordPress. And then also, like I said, uh, the YouTube channel Disputed Land with, with Chad Schaefer. I'm a co-host on there as well.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for sharing that. I I look forward to looking through and uh, watching some of those videos.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate the chance here to, to share a few things and, and uh, you know, hopefully help some listeners.
1: Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we we have people from all walks of life, you know, I I, I I'm not afraid to say this. I there's also uh non-Christians that listen to this, so I I think that looking into some of these things uh is always a good help, you know, uh if you're seeking, if you're seeking or, or on that path to discovering who God is, um getting getting some, you know, wisdom, you know, from places like this is is an absolute awesome and amazing thing.
2: Yeah, agreed. Yeah.
1: So here at Amazed by God, we kind of like to end with just, you know, a couple questions. Is there any Bible character or verse or story that has touched you in your life?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, honestly, it depends on the season since I've been on this walk, because uh, every part of the Bible just about has really hit home at some point or another. Um, I would have to say still my favorite verse is James 4, 8. There's a, a verse in John chapter 14 as well that talks about um seeking the father getting close to him and the and the truth will be manifested for you
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: you know it's that it's that emphasis on personal relationship because that was really the the eye-opening mind-blowing experience for me um because you know i i believed that the bible is true i believed god the father god the son god the the holy spirit i believe that stuff i was raised up in that in the church but what i didn't know before i heard from him was that you can have an actual very personal relationship with the father and to me that was a very that was a game changer for me that was that was life-changing and so that is my emphasis to others is life-changing experience through actually having a personal relationship with him and i can see that and you know whether you're looking at the first half of the bible or the second half of the bible i'm I'm constantly seeing that personal relationship Mm -hmm. you look at the prophets ezekiel and elijah and all these guys they had a personal relationship with him. Yep. You know, I mean, you, you look back at Moses, there, there's a part in was it Numbers chapter nine, a couple guys come up to Moses and, and they're being commanded to keep the Passover. And they said, you know, we're unclean uh, due to the laws in the Torah. Um, and we, we can't come keep the Passover because I think that they were unclean due to uh, handling a dead body. And so they came to Moses and they said, you know, do we not get to keep the feast then? You know, they wanted to be a part of it. They didn't want to miss out. And Moses, instead of, you know, taking it upon himself to just answer for God, said, "Hold on, let me go ask." Mm-hmm. And you you get those moments like that. You know, I mean, Moses saw him face to face on the mountain, right? I mean, we're this is proximity, personal relationship. So you you see moments like that in Scripture. Anytime I see that, which is all over the place, right? When you when you've got Adam and Eve in the garden, it says that the Lord walked in the in, into the garden in the cool of the day, which I think is very interesting for many reasons. Um, but you know, he, he, he was walking in the garden and he said, you know, why are you hiding? Yep. You know, that, that, that's a personal relationship. You know, even with Cain, um, you know, when God spoke to Cain and said, you know, sin lieth at the door, Cain didn't say, oh my gosh, I'm hearing for God, from God for the first time.
1: No, he, he acted like it was a normal practice, didn't he?
2: This this was not a surprise or shock to him, which tells me that there was a relationship. Now that relationship uh obviously wasn't as strong as it as it could have been. obviously, Cain did not love God as he should have. um, but nonetheless, there was a relationship there mm-hmm. um, so you know, I, I you know basically put I see that all throughout scripture, and I, I that that hits home for me
1: that's amazing. Well, thank you very much for sharing that. Is there any? song that has touched you in your life uh, that our listeners go? Because music kind of moves the soul in, in ways that you know other things don't. And uh, so a lot of our listeners like to go onto YouTube or to iTunes or Spotify and, and listen. Is there is there anything that has touched you?
2: Okay, so, I mean, I've got a handful of favorite songs, but what I'd rather state is uh, one or two favorite artists that I would suggest looking into okay. if the person wants to check it out because these people... Um, more you know nine out of ten times whatever i play that they they have out there really hits home for me you know listening to it i'm like yeah you know and sometimes you're in a rough time or or you're 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 stressed or you're anxious or you're depressed or whatever you're going through a little bout oh i'm worried about finances or whatever um and you listen to the song and and the music these songs are very from the heart very real it's not a um uh, it's not a false sense of security type of thing. It's one of those like this is real, and this is also why we go to God because these issues are real. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So the first artist that comes to mind is uh, Jeremiah Dirt. He's he's a friend of mine. Uh, okay. He's, he's, from, he's from Chicago, and he does some music. And that, You know, if you haven't listened to him, and and somebody wants to check that out, that a very, from the heart, very real music. I would suggest that. And then the other one would be, uh, Brian Trejo but you're going to find it under kingdom music. Okay. And there's, there's a group of people that, that do music under that umbrella of kingdom music.
1: So kingdom Um, music. And what was the first one again?
2: Jeremiah dirt.
1: How do you spell that last name?
2: Okay. Yeah. It's, it's DIRT. D-I-R-T. Okay. I just want to make sure yeah, that's what nope, I was hearing. Yep, was so,
1: good. um, you know, we, we want to kind of, we want to make sure we give people some credit here. So, uh, right. but anyway, again, Ian, thank you very much for sharing. I love, I love that people are getting out there and sharing their testimony, um, yes. and, 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 and witnessing the people, you know, we all have a specific calling, um, you know, and, 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 mine and I'll I'll be honest with everybody mine has never been um, you know uh, salvation you know messages and things like that mine has always been um, helping people that are Christians grow so in 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 the idea of discipleship hey, and yeah. um, so hearing somebody that has you know a passion to to share um, to share the gospel with with non-believers the way that I feel that I have a passion to share you um, with believers to help get them off of spiritual milk so to say um, right, yeah. uh, uh is is you know is it's such a beautiful thing so thank you very much for sharing
2: oh i i appreciate it like i said i'm, I'm very thankful and feel very honored to be allowed to be on the show all right and, and god willing he will he will use this as he sees fit
1: absolutely so for amazed by god brought to you by through god's library this is your host mark stitchen and we will see you next monday
0: If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you for listening.